Righto, from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Very good morning, Mike. Are we happy or is it just a sigh of relief? What is this? Yeah, well, I th- do you think you could hear that collective sigh mm-hmm. of relief emanating from rural New Zealand last night? Um, look, I think it's better than it going down. Um, so this is the recent slump in prices that have been achieved at uh, Fonterra's global dairy trade auction. has been arrested overnight, uh, but yes, let's not get ahead of ourselves. There are still supply and demand dynamics, I think, out there, which we will have to work our way through. We're coming up to sort of peak production time um, in New Zealand, and there are still questions around demand out there. Uh, look at the numbers. Global dairy trade index up 2.7%. That, that index reflects the combined impact of all the underlying asset classes. Um, look, a big picture, there's a trend's been in place really since April 2022. That was the previous peak in the global dairy trade index. So in the shorter term, this does stop the string of negative index outcomes we've seen since May. That is good. Uh, just looking at the individual ca- uh, categories, the saviour here has the, was the villain from the previous couple of auctions. Whole milk powder up 5.3%. Skill milk powder still weak, though, down one6 uh, look, Mike, coming into it, the worst signals from the futures market from Fonterra Global Pulse Auction suggested that we could see a stable outcome. Not always a great read, though. Uh, 5.3%, though, doesn't even, that, that the rise in the whole milk powder doesn't even get us back to sort of the previous, um, you know, auction high that we fell from. Um, I don't think it's enough to move the forecast farm gate milk price. Uh, on a positive side, Mike, the Kiwi dollar is lower overnight. That does help our exporters. I am concerned about further weakness in the New Zealand dollar. Exactly. Um, you need to see more than just one outcome, though, um, to, to, to think that you know we have seen a change in trend. Um, still questions about the issue of demand out of China. Still media reports that they've got high levels of whole milk powder inventory there. And you're still looking probably at an unprofitable level of income for many dairy farmers, but plus 5.3% of whole milk powder, much better than further losses. Exactly. And then we come to the commodity prices. That ain't good either because it's three in a row now, isn't it? Yeah, so this is the uh, very timely release of the ANZ, uh, ANZ World Commodity Price Index yesterday. Yeah, unfortunately that did fall for the third consecutive month, down 2.9% month a month in August. Uh, dairy products lower, we just talked about that. Uh, lamb was lower as well, though weighing on the index. Meat and fibre, think wool, those prices were stable, so stronger beef prices offsetting weaker lamb prices. And a wee snippet in there, if you're looking for good news, uh, global shipping prices continue to move lower. And to quote ANZ, shipping prices are closely linked to volume of goods being shipped, which is driven by economic activity. So it's lower price, but that does mean lower growth and unfortunately lower demand. And then across the Tasman, Philip Lowe, one more time, he held... One more time. Yep. Uh, yesterday, the Reserve Bank of Australia reviewed their official cash rate, uh, and going into this was almost complete consensus that no change would happen. 33 out of 34 economists uh, running this line, they were right by the loan dissenter. So cash rate stays at 4.1%, stable for the third straight meeting. He did say that further tightening may be required to ensure inflation returns to target in a reasonable time frame, still dependent on data. I thought he made one notable comment, Mike. He warned that the deteriorating Chinese economy is now a significant risk to the local outlook. Uh, we are living, though, Mike, in a monetary policy sense in the world of the hawkish pause, aren't we? That's where everyone is. Uh, but that was that for the Governor of the Reserve Bank of Australia, Mike. Philip Lowe, his last meeting, September 17th, that's his last day. He'll grab his calculator, head out the door, and being replaced by Deputy Governor Michelle Bullock. Who spent her entire working life at the bank, which I think Shh. is an unusual thing. Anyway, what's the, uh, what are the numbers?
Okay, so the Dow Jones is down 110 points, uh, 34,727. Uh, interest rates up a little bit in the US overnight, so that's 0.3% decline. The S&P 500 also down 0.3%, 4,502. And the NASDAQ has been sort of flirting up and down with with sort of stable. It's up 16 points at the moment, 14,048. Uh, the FTSE 100 lost uh, 0.2% overnight, 7,437. Uh, the Nikkei 33,037, it was up 0.3%. Shanghai Composite down uh, 23 points, 3154. The A6200 lost five yesterday, 7314 was the close. NZX 50 down 75 points, 0.66 of a percent, 11,437. Now, Kiwi dollar, this is important, it's at 0.5878. It has broken through 59 cents, and I'm worried now that we might see further losses because it was holding at 59 cents. 0.9213 against the Aussie, 0.5482 against the Euro, uh, 0.4677 against the pound, 86.85 Japanese yen. Gold $1,926. Now Brent crude, Mike, has gone over 90 bucks overnight, but I just want to make one point here. Again, in New Zealand dollar terms, we did see Brent crude in New Zealand dollar terms at $115 a barrel not long ago. It's now through $150 a barrel because of the weaker New Zealand dollar. Good times. All right, see you tomorrow. Oh, Andrew Kelleher, jmiwealth.co.nz. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.